It's Thursday. Today is Thursday. I've brought you the greatest gift of all. Oh, yeah? Well, in that case... Entertain me! It's showtime. Make use of the help that God puts around you. We are not a glum lot. A promise is a promise. It's very simple. Just don't drink and go to meetings. Give time, time. Easy does it. I do it. Want to have self-esteem? Just do esteemable things. One day at a time. We carry the message, not the alcoholic. Don't quit before the miracle happens. Hey, with an effective character, three guys sitting around talking about our personal experience in recovery. Hey, I'm Mike. I'm Dennis. And James here. The opinions are our own. We don't represent any particular organization, institution, or fellowship. Today, we'll be sharing our experience on the movie Elf, the Christmas movie Elf. James picked this one. If you don't like it, it's his fault. In episode 119 of the Defective Characters podcast. Let's go. Who doesn't like Elf? Come on, it's a great movie. Is it top five, if you ask Dennis, in no particular order, top five Christmas movies? Think about them, James. You're next. Uh, The animated Grinch. Uh, the the Snoopy one, the Charlie Brown's Christmas, um, Hawkeye the series. Um, um, I don't know. I'll watch those three over and over again. That's it. I couldn't. That's four. I can't think of any. You got you got five that you like. Uh, yeah, I I the Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh yeah, that one too. Ah! It doesn't count. Dennis, you already missed your opportunity. Uh, that's my number one favorite. The, a Christmas Story, uh, number two. Uh, the Animated Grinch, number three. Uh, a Mickey's Christmas Carol, number four. Oh, yeah, that one as well. <laughs> and then um, five would be... Muppets. Elf. Okay, and I'm going to go in order okay, of the, the most important... Christmas movies that if you have not seen, you have to watch because you will feel the Christmas spirit. If you're listening to this and you're from Orlando, you will respect Ernest Saves Christmas, which is based in Orlando, Florida. Is it really? That is it. I'll have to watch it again. You're going to have to watch it again. I think it's on HBO right now. I don't. I I have it on DVD. I'd let you borrow it, but just like the Clark's bonus features, I'll never get it back. So Ernest Saves Christmas, um, the Santa Claus, because I like quoting the inappropriate uh, things that Tim Allen says that I'm sure Disney did not approve that he would say, especially when he was talking about uh, um, Denny's being an American institution, and then they pan and it's like a table of Asian people. Just sitting there, it's like that. It would not have played in 2021. Um, let me see. Home Alone. I think I almost oh. like Home Alone two more than Home Alone one because it's more Christmassy. Like if you go and watch, um, and if you have Netflix, I would say definitely watch the movies that made us of Home Alone and of the Elf uh, movie that we're about to talk about because those are really good. Elf is super funny. Have a funny story with Elf that I'll get to that involves the first time that I saw it in the theater. And uh, is that three movies, uh, four movies, in uh, the Christmas story? Because I remember watching on TBS the marathon that I don't know if they still do. Do they still do the Christmas story marathon on TBS? You don't know, Dennis? I don't know. Okay. 
What movie should they replace it with now? The Hawkeye series? The Hawkeye series, just on repeat, yeah. Which wrapped up. And uh, should you, you want to tell everybody how it ended? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, <laughs> don't. So Spider-Man. No, 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 not doing it. Okay, so so that's uh, that's that. That would be amazing. That's how that's how it uh, how it goes. So the last seven days, Dennis, James, and I. What have we got? Dennis, go. Um, seven days. I spent four days building a slime farm in Minecraft, and I dug a hole that was massive. And then it turns out it's not even a slime trunk. So now I have a big hole in the world that it doesn't work. Um, so that sucked. It's a lot of digging, yeah. Um, other than that, I don't know what I did this past week. I went to a meeting this morning. And we're going to go see Spider-Man today. And Christmas is this week. That's exciting. So I'm going to go see my family on Christmas Eve. So that'll be fun. Where? Uh, at my sister's house again in Wesley Chapel, Tampa area, where I did Thanksgiving. Do you, get, do you guys do any, like, uh, Yankee Swap or uh, Elephant Gift or, like, any of those things? Um, That's disgusting, we, <laughs> we used to do that. But then now, like, after we were 18, we started doing that. But then once, like, we started having kids, now I have, like, a bunch of... Or I have a bunch of nieces and nephews. Now all the gifts are just for the kids, and we don't get any gifts, which is fine. Like, it's fun for them. Um, but, yeah, it'll be a lot of fun, I think. It'll be awesome. What did you guys do? Thanks, Dennis. <laughs> 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 I got that from you, Mike. Yeah, I Thanks, Dennis. <laughs> it makes me happy. Um, so I, I just text uh, my wife, Talitha, to see if she works today because I'm really contemplating going to see Spider-Man with you guys. I, I called my kids and said, don't see Spider-Man because I'm going to take you. Both of them said, oh, I don't know if I can wait that long, which makes me happy because I didn't even know if they'd be into it. And they're so excited to see it. Everyone wants to see it. So, if anything, I'll just... I won't tell them that I saw it, and I'll go see it with them. Even if... That's an honest program. (laughs) So, can you act surprised? So, say something, like, really scary happens. Yeah. Like, what would that be the second time around? Because you'll already know. That's going to be the most difficult thing. Yeah. I'm trying to be really loud so the the mic picks me up. Oh, sorry. No, you're good. But for sure, when something scary happens... The toughest thing is to not jump, yeah. Before, like, or to actually fake it and go, <gasps> and like jump. Do you? Ha- do you? They're, what's scared? They're noise? not going to be looking to see if my reaction. I'd be. Bet, in- <laughs> I'd bet ten bucks that James actually falls asleep during the movie. <laughs> That's not true, and they they probably say that because I have been working fifty five hour weeks. I'm working four different locations, and I'm tired. I actually. I tried to get off next week while the boys are here. I've only got three shifts, so that's good. I'm scheduled New Year's Eve, which kind of sucks. But uh, I'm working Monday night, Tuesday night, and then Friday night. And I have to work Monday and Tuesday because all the other bartenders are like, scheduled 40-plus hours. So I was very blessed to get that off. So where are you, are you working at Disney on New Year's? or working? I'm at working New Year's at Disney. So we'll... Um, I already put it out there to get it off. 
Um, I'm done with shopping. Um, I gave you guys little gifts. Did you like your gifts? I did. James got me a stuffed animal of a creeper from Minecraft. A Minecraft creeper. And I got a Fingo Pop. What is it called? A Kid Robot. Kid Robot Pop. Oh, boy! It was was so cool, and it was black and white and red all over. He's Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Was it? Uh, Dennis is jealous. <laughs> no, I'm, not. I'm just trying to picture what it is. I don't know what a kid robot well, is. I'll take a picture of it one day for you. Um, so I think it's uh, extra special. This this last week was good. Uh, there was a hilarious thing that happened, and I I don't know. Do I know what the right thing is to do? Yeah, I think honestly, I think I'm doing the right thing. But there was a moment two days ago, uh, or yesterday yesterday that my ex-wife reached out to me and said hey did you cancel your AAA membership to which I didn't even know that I had and apparently they billed her credit card the hundred (laughs) dollar annual I wasn't even there to know first of all if you know anything about AAA let me tell you if you don't let me tell you you should not have more than one membership in a house because you don't need it. The person doesn't even need to be there. So I wanted to say, hey, dum-dum, first of all, women throwing away money. She said, yeah, the last five years we had it. We haven't used it once. At least I didn't in the last. It is a good service, though. If you ever do break down on the side of the road and stuff, it's good. Okay. Okay. But you only need one per household. Well, yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Okay. And we're not in the same household. And she's the one that apparently got it. So she asked for the $100, to which I said, it kind of sounds like you're going to have to call and get it figured out because I am not. I'm not giving any monies. To, to get that figured out. It, it doesn't seem like it's anything that has to, anything to do with me. Um, it just doesn't. I don't know. W- whether it's right or wrong. I don't, I don't have um, an expendable income that can just literally throw away 100 bucks. And I, would, I have it in my insurance that if I break down, they will tow my car within 25 miles. So I'm already paying for it anyway. So she's out of luck. It's unfortunate that it's headed into the holidays, and this is like the last conversation ahead of it, but I don't know. It's Everybody that I talk to is like, well, do you have $100 that you could just throw away, or would you have wanted this? To which I said, no, so, no. But are you guys going to the Dolby Theater? <laughs> okay, no, so G- 1030. Okay, well then that's the one we're going to. It's whatever. Dolby's not the vibrating chairs ones. Yes, that's it is. that's the real 3D one. Okay, you guys, you guys. While, while I'm sharing, you guys can you guys can text. So, oh, the, anyway, yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so James is going now to the movie. He's really excited. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, guys. Still podcast recording. Okay. So. All right, right. Spider-Man. Real time. Um, So I'm excited. Christmas is going to be good. I got matching pajamas for Olivia and I because apparently we're going to... You've got to post a picture of that. So we're going to a... It's like they do so much construction and celebration, as you can hear. (laughs) It's, It's inevitable. We actually walked many, 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 many feet 
away and this guy's still going so i'm just gonna go closer to the uh the microphone and i sincerely apologize i'm not editing any of this out so christmas i'm going over my girlfriend's father's house who he's really brash he has a heart of gold but he like ribs you so like first time i met him she he doesn't drink because there's alcoholism in his family so he just never did never ever ever so it's a bonding thing like that and he grew up in massachusetts as well and it's pretty funny because he said he's like ah doesn't drink we know what that means he must have been a real alcoholic the first time i met him and it was like if i wasn't secure in my sobriety i would probably have resentment but i'm really excited because i've only hung out with him three times i like i've been dating becky for what 14 like 15 months and still this is like it's it'll be a really fun thing and he demanded to get olivia gifts because he said he felt really bad he got gifts for his other grandkids and he's like i don't want to make her sad that she's three that's that's very sweet of him yeah so so like becky always says that her dad's an ass and i'm like you know what yeah a donkey yeah. That, that, that's almost like principles over personality type thing. You take him at face value, he might seem like an ass, but then he does something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, he's brash. Is he going to toss out F-bombs that I don't like? Oh, totally. But I can't really control that. Um, I'll take the F-bombs as long as it's, you know, festive. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, it's yeah. Bombs. yeah. I picked her bomb. Like, you know? I hope so. I hope the F stands for fruitcake. Um so it'll uh, it'll be a really good time, and I was joking around because my ex-wife has to pick up uh, my daughter from wh- whatever house I'm at. It's like in the divorce agreement on Christmas Day. I went last year all the way to Altamont Springs. At the time, it was an hour five. It took me a drive there, and this time it's only going to be 15 minutes for her. But I was joking around because the entire family came outside of her brother's house last year. It made it really awkward, and my daughter was crying because she didn't want to go with me because she was being ripped away. So I was joking around. This is never going to happen, but I'm like, everybody should go out and individually hug my ex-wife when she comes to, like, (laughs) she would not enjoy that very much. So I'm not going to do that. But, again, it's, uh, what do you say? We are not a glum lot, Dennis. We're not a glum lot. We We are not a glum lot. We can joke around. Just, Just Dennis. Yeah. Just Dennis. Should we start with Dennis? I'm on medicine for that. Okay, Dennis, you did. We actually got a lot of uh, texts, emails, and uh, actual mail talking about how your rundown of last week. I when, know, it was spot on. It right? was, yeah, it's it was all right the Scrooge going. So, so, Elf, what is Elf all about? If people have never actually heard about this movie, okay. Uh, okay. It's here, all about. Here, five minutes or less. Okay, it's go. all about. Santa Claus basically kidnaps this kid and raises him in the North Pole to become like a slave laborer of making toys. Um, completely kidnapped this kid. It was very, it's a very dark story. Mm. Then uh, finally the kid realizes that he's not an elf and he's, uh, and he's a human being. So he runs away to New York City and then falls in love with Zoe Deschanel. And that's pretty much the story. I, no, oh, Dennis. Bob Newhart tells the story. Yeah. So ninety-five percent of that was correct. 
I would say. The slave thing, I think that's 12 years of slave you're thinking, or Amistad. Dude, he kidnapped the kid, told him that he was an elf, tried to be like, make him something he's not, and like said, here, make toys. By the way, you suck at making toys, but make toys anyways. Okay. That's, you didn't pay him. So you still get time to actually watch the movie. Uh, to to play along with this. But there's a couple questions that I'm going to toss out to you guys. I'll start, and uh, I will also, I'm going to take this here and send it to you so you can look at the follow-up questions that I have, and we can uh, play along like that. So Buddy ran away from his problems. What problem did you run away from before facing it? Also, there are family issues involved with it which the writer talks about the writer who is jewish grew up loving christmas movies and wanted to write a christmas movie he watched rudolph the red-nosed reindeer the claymation and said what if this was a real person so some of the through lines of rudolph not feeling like he fit in everything else and and running away which you see in claymation form just like those movies from back in the yeah, day. They almost got sued for like being too close to those movies. And the other thing that I thought was really cool about this is the writer also had daddy issues where his dad passed away when he was really young and he didn't have that connection. So there's a little bit of that. And it's not everybody's story, but it's a lot of people's story in the rooms that they have family issues and as we're heading into the holidays, didn't know if you guys had anything to say about that. And how about the first holiday sober? Huh? How's it improved through the years? Because even though the dad wasn't drinking in the movie, he was definitely acting out some of the isms of self-centeredness and everything else. And it wasn't until, spoiler alert, the end of the movie where he got caught not singing that he actually came in and had the full realization of, hey, I'm being an asshat and I have to get out of it. So I thought that was I thought that was pretty cool. So problems that I ran away from, and I'm I'm getting this to you guys uh, as I go with this. So a problem I ran away from before coming in um, to the rooms is I had a really difficult time with I, I still think I have a difficult time with my mother because when I was growing up every birthday holiday you name it she made it um difficult because she was dealing with anxiety so she would she would shut down birthday parties and kick everybody out and say okay that's it like call your parents like we gotta go home um and when I was 12 my parents ended up divorcing because there would be huge blob fights. So my brother and I, and then both of their birthdays and Christmas, so at least five times a year, and Thanksgiving, so six times a year, there were at least four out of the six. Massive, over-the-top, why is this happening like this? And I had a real problem with that. I think that was part of the reason, like you see Buddy... um, and I know Dennis has a different perspective on it, but I see him as running away from his problems when he didn't feel like he fit in. I think that is part of the reason why I grew up wanting to find maybe a career or something where I could actually move away. 
and it's known as the geographical cure for uh, many people in the rooms where instead of dealing with the problems, they go someplace else and they realize after putting in a few 24 hours, those problems come right with you. You know, if you don't change, that stuff's still there. So with Buddy, I think he was trying to find something else out there. And that's why he went, you even said in your rundown, right? Like he was trying to find where he fit in in the real world. And what did he find out when Santa's sleigh broke down that without him being in the real world in what he learned in his life before, he would never actually be able to have that. So I don't know if you want to hit on the first point, Dennis. There, go for it. Okay. What's your name? Um, my name's Dennis. <laughs> I am not an elf. I'm a human. Um, yeah, I think, like, as far as, like, him running away from his problems, you know, like I told you, it's like he kind of found out he wasn't where he was supposed to be and then, like, went to go find his real dad, which almost anyone would do. But he definitely had that, like, didn't feel a part of kind of feeling which I can relate to, especially, like, in my drinking and stuff like that. It's like, ever since I was a kid, I was always trying to find where I belong. And, unfortunately, the best place that I thought I fit was the drugs and alcohol. And then, eventually, I didn't fit anywhere because I didn't fit there. Um, As far as running away from my problems, I ran away from all my problems. i just go get high or drunk, and it didn't matter anymore, you know. And then i ignore them until they went away. Or if it was something big enough, I would just separate from that situation. Like, either move or, like, like not talk to certain people ever again or something like that. And it was never a dealing with it or whatever. Now it's a little more dealing with it, kind of. Like, I do still have the instinct to run away and hide. And, like, that's just part of my nature or whatever. But now I realize that, like all the problems are overcomable, you know, and a lot of them aren't even that big of a deal that you don't even need to run through or run from. It's like they'll just work themselves out if you just do the next right thing kind of thing. Um, As far as family issues, like, like I knew my dad. I grew up with my dad, so I didn't have, like, the missing out kind of thing. But I was, like, I had such a bad relationship with my dad and like that we didn't talk for years even at like christmas or thanksgiving we just say hi once and not even speak to each other for years and that was before i lived with him it wasn't until like i was older and i moved back in with him that our relationship actually got better where it's now it's relatively normal um but like i don't know my family like christmas time and, like, holiday time was when, like, all of us got together. And it was almost a, a sacred moment. Even if we had beef or whatever, or, like, there was drama, it was not at Christmas, you know. We were always good about that. I, you know, my credit my grandmother for that, just of her personality and stuff. Um, but my first holiday sober was pretty much normal, like every other holiday. Um I think it was the first one I'd been to in a couple of years because towards the end of my drinking, I wasn't leaving my house. I wasn't going to Christmas and stuff like that. Um, 
the only thing that was different is that like my brother-in-law or my other sister's boyfriend or whatever would ask me to like if I wanted a beer or if I wanted to go smoke or something like that. And I'd just be like, no, um, I don't do that anymore. So it was kind of that explaining kind of thing, but they were all accepting of it and stuff. And even like to this day, my, my brother-in-law will still offer me a beer every once in a while, just as a joke kind of thing, which is whatever. It's, it's, it's cute. That's <laughs> all I can say about that. But yeah, I think, I think the the biggest thing I got out of the movie Elf though was like what you were what Mike was touching on a lot of the not belonging anywhere trying to find out who we really are and then ultimately like I come into the rooms and I find out that you know there's a lot of people that are just like me and feel the same way as me and that none of us are perfect and a lot of times those flaws and those things will kind of put us in where we're supposed to be you know and that was big for me coming in the rooms is like realizing that you know no matter what's going on I'm where I'm supposed to be like this is I'm with who I'm supposed to be I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing and everything's going to be okay and I think Buddy found that out like you mentioned when he fixed uh, Santa's sleigh and stuff like no one else would have been in that situation where he was and have the abilities that he had to help save Christmas. And I think we all have moments of like that, maybe not as dramatic as saving Christmas, but I'm sure this year, every single one of us is going to save someone's Christmas. You know, I think it's, it's in a great movie. What do you think, James? I like Buddy the Elf. I think he was very uh, selfless and he, he helped people and he was, he was just, he was a kid trapped in a, a man's body and um you know when i think about problems that i ran away from first thing i thought about was you know just adult problems like paying bills um you know for a while i would spend all my money on drugs and alcohol the bills would pile up and i would just ignore them and then the, the problems would compound and you know i'd start oh why is my car repoed because i didn't pay you know, why am I getting kicked out of my apartment again? Because I didn't pay. Uh, why is my driver's license suspended? Well, because I didn't pay my child support. Um, and, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars in debt. And um, I just kept running and drinking. And then when I would drink, I would feel better. But, um, you know, since I've got sober, I've been able to face all that. And slowly start paying off all the my debt. Um, all my bills are caught up and um, I'm not drinking anymore. Um, I Sometimes I shop a little too much, but it's nothing compared to what it was used to. And I make sure all my bills are paid first. Um, as far as family issues, um, you know, I, I think one of the, the underlying topics in the movie is, is the dad. You know, he was selfish and self-centered, much like alcoholics and... You know, he he knew like in his heart that Buddy was his son, so he he went and got him tested right away. He's like, okay, he is my son, so I have some kind of responsibility here. So at least he had that going on. But he did not like his son as an elf, <laughs> and he was very vocal about it. He's like, you need to take off those tights right away. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, you want him? And then he was like, manipulate. He's like, you want to you want me to love you right you need to you look like me and you know towards the end you know he had to make a decision 
and his other sons like just standing there and he made the right decision and he went to help and so it was kind of like that back to the scrooge story like he he had a a spiritual moment and you know I, i think he'll be better the rest of his life now because of what he by quitting that job and and doing the right thing um you know i've i'm lucky to have a loving family all around me uh, i'm sure i i've had family issues like anyone but um you know for the most part we're all pretty healthy and we we talk i talk to all my two sisters and my mom and dad every morning I, we text each other. We send little emojis, and it's we have a very healthy relationship. Same with my wife's family. It's very healthy. I'm very fortunate to have that. Kids as well. Um, and uh, that's all I got. My first holiday sober was just like any other day. Amazing. Awesome. Thank you, James. Uh, just because I didn't uh, talk about my first holiday sober, I went to... Was it the first one? Yeah, the first one I went to uh, a meeting, uh, my home group in Burlington, Vermont. I had three years sober, had an Alcathon I went to, and I think I probably talked about it on here, where I heard, and then I heard secondhand as well, that my in-laws, which were the family that I was spending the holiday with, so my uncle and aunt-in-law and then my mother-in-law were bad-mouthing that I left to go to a meeting and they're like he can't stay away one day from a drink and I'm like I I really I didn't tell them how I I think I probably told my wife at the time how sad that made me um but that was about it and then I really told my sponsor like how I felt and he's like you can't control that you know they're gonna they're just they're never gonna get it you know and then uh, the next year the miracle happened that my mother-in-law actually said hey can we go with you to that meeting is that happening and it was amazing because she and she, my father-in-law, and my wife—I don't think my brother-in-law went—but the the four of us went, and it was right on the tail end of when one meeting was ending, and then we had to wait forty-five minutes till the next meeting started, and they said they wanted to wait there, so we had a plate of food, and they were adamant. They're like, "We have to make a donation," <laughs> and I'm like. Well, they'll pass the basket around, and then you do it then. And they got that because they're Catholic, so they the basket thing made sense to them. They're like, oh, okay, that's how that works. Um, but it was really great. It was, it was probably one of the most amazing things. So I'm grateful for that. Um, and I think my gratitude is because the first year was so different than the second that it made me appreciate that. And if honestly – if they didn't badmouth as much the first year, I don't think I would have appreciated it the second year as a gift from God that that came around. Yeah, so, it's like a complete flip. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it's, I don't always believe, you know, if it never rains, do you appreciate a sunny day? I don't really believe that. But I think the magnitude of the appreciation definitely changes, you know, the, the perspective of it. 
So, is there a last, this will be the last episode before the holidays. Any holiday greetings that you guys want to pass along to the, I guess, characters listening? I say Merry Christmas. And Hanukkah's over, but Happy Hanukkah. Um, and Kwanzaa, Happy Kwanzaa. And whatever other holiday you, or if you don't celebrate a holiday, Happy Saturday. I just say Merry Christmas. Yeah. And me too. That's way too much what you just said. I like to be <laughs> inclusive. Okay. Merry Christmas well, to everyone. I mean, they're, they're definitely feeling something. Uh, might That's be a, my hand. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, uh, hands above the waist. I don't know how we're going to end this, but we'll be back next Thursday sh- sharing our, ex- our experience, strength, and hope with you on episode 120. <laughs> We're defective characters, entirely ready to have all these character defects removed. Remember, Santa's coming! <laughs> oh my god, Santa! <laughs> that's, that's just creepy. Sorry. <laughs> we'll see you next time.